like this, don't come on a box score. Keenan with the kale, just give me the rock more. Weather off the glass, nothing but the net. I'ma get you set, pick and roll, we can go with the whole four. Dick Vitel, look at diaper dandy. NCAA with the great Andy. What's up, Sam? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Wow. You excited, you excited to see your least favorite player go down? You know, I don't like, you know, when anything seems like a sure thing, it always makes me nervous. You know, it seems like everything is like going in the Bucks way. So it would just be like the universe to not let it happen tonight. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. But yeah, I want that little man out of here. just 
develop like my own taste for like the players I liked and, and the teams. And um, I really did like the iteration of the um, Celtics that had like, you know, the big three and Rondo. I love them. You know, I fell in love with them. And ever since then, I've always rocked with the Celtics. I, I've liked what they've done, even though Ainge is gone. And I do think it was time. Um, you know, I, I love the players they drafted. I always loved the Brad hire when it happened. So, you know, that was that. But then, like, my team on the West was the Warriors. And I always go to, like, games on the um, East Coast. Like, so I, a lot of times, like, I would drive up to Boston and I would go, like, watch the Celtics play the Warriors. I hate those games, but um, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, it, it is because of Steph, but, you know, I'm not just a Steph fan, and I make that distinction because they're always like, oh, Steph stands, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm a Paul George fan. I've never been a fan of, like, OKC. I've never been a fan of the Clippers. Like, I'm just a Paul George fan, but, like, no, with Steph, it was more like, it was something about him and then like so I would just watch him play all the time so then like you're watching him play all the time so you see Clay developing you see you know Dre come along they get Iggy you know so you see all those things happen and you just kind of like fall in love with the team so I definitely have been on the Warriors before the the championship started um but yeah it was Steph that drew me to them and so it's like Warriors and Celtics and those are my two teams yeah, I don't like it. I mean, I'm always going to still <laughs> for the Warriors, but um, if the Warriors are out of it, the Celtics will always be the other team I'm rooting for. So, uh, yeah. Cool, cool. You ain't never go back to the next time. They won't move you. <laughs> Julius Randle don't move you. <laughs> I mean, if I fuck with a New York team, it's the Nets. But I can't mess with this iteration of the Nets. Not while James Maybe. Harden is on it. So, see, I rock for James. See, I like James. I can't rock for Kyrie. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, Derek. Like I really well, know about y'all. But well, Harden is a but Harden is a nasty man. So you don't give it to us. I don't fuck with that man, <laughs> and I have like a love hate relationship with Katie. You know, like his game. I like you have no choice but to respect it. Yeah. He was just a lot to handle. <laughs> he was a lot. He was a funny guy, though. Yeah, I just had him in the... Um, oh. Did you talk to him when he was in the space with y'all? So I didn't talk to him directly, but I did speak. Um, you know... <laughs> That situation was really interesting, and I don't know that a lot of people actually know the genesis of it. So it, people came in at the middle, if you weren't on from the beginning, and I think that brought on criticism that people, like, if they actually knew, like, how everything got started, maybe there yeah. would be less criticism. So we, It got started with the, uh, with the blogger, right? The Andy guy? Yeah. Is Andy yeah. a blogger? Is that how he's known? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, assume, I assume everybody's a blogger. I see. Um, yeah, so it, it was a tweet that Katie replied to, um, responded to, you know, to Andy. I don't even remember what Andy was um, responding to, because he was also, I think, quoting something. But, like, to paraphrase him, he was saying something along the lines of, like, you know, Katie thought, like, 
like we have more love for Steph or didn't like, you know, they're like just kind of referencing that. And he's like, he still thinks that, but like Warriors fans always loved KD. We didn't have like any issues with him. And then um, KD responded to him and was just like, um, you just be making stuff up, you know? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> And then he just, that time he had day, uh, he had, like that day he had time and he just kept responding to like, you know, a lot of different people. So Urkel, I think everyone knows who Urkel is, <laughs> part of NBA Twitter. He's like, yo, if I started Spaces right now, it'll probably do numbers. Like now, I don't know that he really thought it was going to do the kind of numbers it did. But he did have like an inclination. And so he started the spaces and we were in there talking about what had transpired for the day. And um, we were talking about Katie. And actually at that point in the conversation, we actually were talking about who was the best player on the team in the sense, because someone was saying that like, you know, disrespect staff or, or something along those lines like you know he or he doesn't regard Steph as highly you know and he didn't think Steph was the best player on the team and most of us were like I, I mean like that doesn't really bother me like because he shouldn't he should think he's the best right like James Harden thinks he's the best player right so if you're like one of those guys like they should all think that they're the best so I don't have a problem with that but that was like right at the moment when um Shadow who was the other person who people seemed to like be having a field day with um, that was in Toronto and Shadow was like um oh hey guys welcome Kevin Durant to the spaces so I'm like what so now you know I look and sure enough you know it's KD so at that point I, we don't even know how long he had been listening to our conversation because uh. we didn't notice him at first so you know when people were just like Oh, you should have been asking this, asking that. Like, Katie was like, he knew what that space <laughs> was about and what he was getting into. Like, he was not expecting a, you know, ESPN Maria Taylor interview. Like, that's not, you know, and he, Katie knows Urkel. Like, if you're on Twitter, you know Urkel. Like, he knows Urkel's, you know, allegiances, you know, he yeah, knows. He replied to Urkel um, one time, like a while back. Yeah, and he also I mean, made a joke about being thirty-five B before, and he was like, "Now nah, we good." Yeah, so uh, I mean, um, he like he knew what was up. So the kind of the the overreaction from people like, oh, "You had KD," and like I just thought people were doing the most. Like KD didn't really seem bothered by it. I actually think he was probably pretty amused, and um, you know, it was cool. It was definitely a cool moment. So like we kept getting kicked out it was crashing urkel was getting kicked out so like there was a point in time when like katie was talking and then he just wasn't there and i was saying to people i was just like i, I really want to hear what katie has to say like he obviously joins for a reason right like everything transpired today on the tl and then he joins our spaces so he either wants to like clear the air get something off his chest he got something to say so i want to hear what he has to say so i'm like this stuff about best and if, if steph helped him like this doesn't really matter like that's what i was saying um you know so that's the point in time that i think like people were on and when they heard me they were kind of like running with you know like oh listen to nat kind of stuff but 
you know, when Katie did come back, I was actually about to ask him a question when I got kicked out because Urkel was trying to give me, you know, the floor. He was like, nah. And then like, I started to speak and then it was like, eh, you know, I don't know what happened, but I got kicked out and I couldn't get back in after that. <laughs> so I never like directly asked him any questions, but yeah, I was on there at the beginning when he came in and yeah, I was one of the speakers and it was a fascinating day and it was like great to be a part of it and I think all the people who are mad are just upset that they were not a part of it you know so I felt like there was a lot more envy than um you know actual real constructive criticism and there is there are things to constructively you know criticize and like I had that conversation with Urkel and he knows like he's actually a really intelligent person people don't may not think that but he is so um you know but it, I thought it was dope. I thought like, you know, if anything, it should be like, wow, like Katie came to Urkel Spaces. That's like incredible that he pulled that off. And that's, and that's my favorite thing about Katie, even though it like annoys me when he goes back and forth with like, I hate when he goes back and forth with like the obvious trolls who, not, who like aren't saying anything. But like yeah. when he actually goes in Spaces and chips it with you guys and then like in the recorders, he's actually talking hoops and like, breaking down his side of the whole story. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, like, I think it's kind of dope, too, because he doesn't, like, condescend to you. He's not, like, you know, like, the way everyone was so offended that they were talking, you know, double teams and traps with KD, he was, like, really sitting up there saying, like, so what's the difference? You know, like, just talking, like, whatever. In his head, he might have thought, oh, these fucking novices, what do they know? <laughs> but he wasn't talking to anyone like that, you know? And I do think it's really dope. I think that's one of the interesting, probably one of the most interesting and fascinating things about him, you know, that he does that. So, um, you know, when people think it's really weird or they're just like, you care too much what people think, like, nah, like, the thing is, he's really no different than any other player. It's just, he's just doing it. Like, they all care what people think. We're human. We care what people think. Like, people think because these guys have money, like, that they're not human. They are. He's a regular dude who's like, um, he's from around the way. Like, I worked with dudes who said they, um, and my lead worker, I worked at House of America. He said he used to hoop with Katie and, like, hey, you growing up. Where are you from? Not Boston? I, no, I'm from Virginia. You're from Virginia? I'm from Virginia. Like DMV? Yes. I'm from, like, well, I'm from, like, Central Virginia. DMV is, like, Northern Virginia. Yeah, Northern. That's what yeah, I'm, You're, like, yeah, more Central? I'm, I'm from Central Virginia. I currently live in D.C., and I work in Maryland. Since you oh, know, it's, right across, it's right across the street. Like near PG County? Yeah, I worked in PG County. You work in PG County? Yeah, okay. so my lead worker used to hoop around there growing up. He said he played against KD and Beasley yeah. and Jeff Green and all them guys, like, growing up and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'd be forgetting where I'm at someday. So, like, during the Bucks and Nets series, I'd always walk past me. They'd be like, yeah, we got to get home and watch the Nets game. And I'd be like, oh, these people like basketball down, like, that's right. KD is the, the guy the, on the map around here. So they rush home to go watch him. Right. I mean, whenever someone's from around the way, you always show them love, right? That's why, like, even though all Warriors fans hate Danny Green because they blame him for Clay's injury, like, he's from around the way. I can never, like, not show him love, you know? Yeah, if you gotta show the hometown guys love. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had some, I wish I had some people from my area to show love, but one day. Where was AI from? AI's from Norfolk. That's like coastal, like Virginia, I guess you could call it. Okay. But isn't that like, like near the beach and stuff? Close like him. <laughs> that's where, like, for 
no. I mean, it's close enough, I guess. That's where him, Mikrovic, Pharrell, Messi, that's where, like, all that from. Yeah. So they all grew up in that area. And I grew up in, like, their country, middle somewhere. But close enough, like, Chris Brown, mama, lived probably, like, an hour or so away. It's in Norfolk, not, like, I mean, I don't know VA like that, but yeah. And I used to actually work in Northern Virginia, like in um, um, Crystal City, Alexandria. Yeah, that like area. Pentagon. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to basketball. <laughs> but the finals, though, so before we delve into why do you hate Chris Paul so much? <laughs> Where did the hate I, I understand why somebody would hate him. I just want to know what the starting point of your hate. Is this something that people want to know? That's something I want to know. <laughs> I mean, look, probably it started with Rondo, right? Like, I just feel like if you fuck with Rondo, you didn't fuck with Chris Paul. And then, you know, I'm a Warriors fan, and we had, you know, like, we had him with the Clippers, and then we had him with the Rockets. The Rockets and, like, we hated both teams. Oh, my Boy, God. I know you was tight when you hit the shimmy. I was just like, shimmy now, bitch. You'll be, <laughs> we'll be having the last laugh. <laughs> surely did. So, you know, like, he's a, he's a, he's a just, I, my I get it. I get it. I'm Jamaican, and we have this thing we say, like, you know, my spirit don't take you. My spirit don't take someone. So that's just like, you know, I guess it's kind of similar to someone being like, yo, the energy wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when I meet certain people or, like, I mean, I've never met him, but just, like, when you see him and the way you he talks and you hear stories about him, I'm just like, nah, yo, my spirit don't take him. And he'd be doing some real whole shit on the basketball court. And like, I don't think that that whole behavior should be rewarded. <laughs> I understand the flopping and the complaining and the flailing. It, it does get annoying. And like, he was like, like intentionally trying to hurt Giannis and yeah. that and all the dirty plays over his career. Yeah, it just it is a little harder actually root for him. So I like the root for him. So I like the way he plays. But that first year of him and Harden together, like during that series with y'all. When they be on the run, then both of those two are like just start flopping out of nowhere. It would irritate me so bad. Yeah, you know, someone was in my mentions today, like, oh, he's six feet. Yeah, but he's short for a basketball player, so he's still got the Napoleon complex. You can't convince me otherwise. I believe it. I'm not even sure he's actually six feet if you take your shoes off. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I don't want to hear nothing about Chris Paul. I want him going out of here, out of here. The only thing I'm upset about is that, you know, I'm rooting against Monty and Book, and I don't want to, but I like I can't have Chris Paul winning. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But Paul know, been God, huh? No, go ahead. No, I mean this is not like real. It's me joking, but I'm just saying, you know, God has been so good because he's so far eliminated every <laughs> evil so far this postseason. The Lakers out of here. Yeah. That's out of here. Which were the two biggest evils. So everything after that honestly was frosting on the cake. But if he gets Chris Paul out of here, you know, um, yeah. I like Chris Paul, though, even though, like I said, the irritation and the stupid stuff aside, his fans have really been, like, driving me crazy the last month or so. Especially after Saturday's game, where everybody was like, how can you blame him for this loss? And it's like, he did nothing for, like, three quarters. Like, did we watch the same game? 
Yeah, no. They're like, like before it was all him, but now he shouldn't get blamed. Fuck out of exactly. here. They're like, he's passing the guys who are wide open. And you'd be like, okay, well, don't do it yourself. And they're like, he's 36 and 10, move, yada, yada, yada. I want to hear it. Same shit. I'm telling you, they have to also be Braun fans because they come from the same. It's the same arguments. One minute, it's like, year 18, however fucking old Braun is. And then the next minute, it's like, come on, you know, he's older. Like, he's eight, like, come on, come like, on. You don't on. use that excuse. You used to use it, like, all season and use it in, like, proper contests. Right. Don't use, like, don't tell me he's the point guy when he's starring on the Nuggets 10th and 11th man because they have to start. And then when he's lined up with the best defender in his position, now you want to pull out the he's 36 and can't beat guys off the dribble like for a fucking I mean, half the time in that Denver series, like when he was like doing his thing, it was like at the end of games when they were like up big and people were just like, oh, like, fuck out of here. Booker oh, already did all the dirty this. work. Yeah. And the Booker and Aiden Hoop and the, the lead get cut down for like 10 to 7 and Chris Paul hits some Jays and it's like, I'm trying to be a fan, but y'all are unbearable right now. (laughs) (laughs) And how about Aiden? What a debut for him. I mean, also, obviously, Book, but I mean, I think Aiden's been really impressive. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Booker, like, I mean, 24, like, come on. He is, for his first finals, no matter the outcome, he he did the damn thing. You know, he still could be a game seven. 41 in back-to-back games with, like, little to no help for, like, multiple stretches for Incredible. And those games are games they barely lost. So. And the audacity it. of a reporter afterwards to ask him how frustrated does he feel for Chris Paul. Did you see that shit? I've seen that. That was OD disrespectful. <laughs> I just it's like they asked Kyrie about Braun being a father figure. Like, what the fuck? You know, the first player to ever have 40 in back-to-back hours, you'd be like, how frustrated are you for this? Like, how frustrated like, is he for himself? How about that? about Chris right now, exactly. Yeah, like, it's like they think he's there just to give, you know, Chris Paul a ring. Should have asked how frustrated he is at Chris Paul for letting Drew Tucker in her corner for, like, most of the game. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, Drew like, so finally I'm, decided to show up for a game. <laughs> Yo, Drew was hilarious. I said to myself, I said, watch this be the game with Drew finally do it. And they got I down mean, 16. there's always going to be one, right? It's always going to be one. Then they got down. I was like, oh, so it's not this game. Then he started leading the comeback. I said, oh, so it is this game. My my pick was Brooke Lopez finally having a game in his life. Brooke. Um, you know, it's just really interesting, though, like all of this Giannis bias, right? I mean, like people are going out of their way to try to give other. Like someone legit was arguing with me about why Drew should be finals MVP, and I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like... Drew has actively prevented them from winning. This might be like a five-game series where Drew shows up like two games earlier. You know... I'm so sorry. Excuse me. You know, I'm sure you've seen all the tweets about the xenophobia and everyone talking about it, and people are like, I don't think that's what it is. Um... It's interesting because that probably is what it is, but 
you know, I think there's other things at play. I don't think it's just it's, that. Yeah. I, I think I think like Giannis is not part of the in crowd. I think him saying like he didn't want to work out with them, you know, when he was first invited. I think things like that. And he know, doesn't play the way that God wants him to play at the tag Twitter, you know. Because some a- years ago, I didn't like Giannis that much, but that's because like we had to play them in the playoffs, and he was just like being himself, and it's just irritating to watch him like get some of the fouls he gets. So, like, from a fan perspective, his style of play can turn people off. Yeah, uh, no, he he's not active. enjoyable to watch. It's better now. But it's better back now. Way then, better now. it was, yeah. yeah, no. If I, I mean, I had to pick a player that would be the first to watch, it would not be him. Yeah. Exactly. But I've so, always been more of a finesse player kind of person anyway. So, you know, that makes sense. But I, I think, you know, I saw... Oh God, you know, I hope this doesn't get like posted and people are like, she's xenophobic. But I saw, I saw, um, I don't remember the guy's name on, um, I think it was one of those Fox shows and he was making an argument that Giannis can't be the face of the league. And I just saw that before we got on. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. I don't think that his argument was that eloquent, but I do think that people don't completely understand what face of the league means, you know, like face of the league. Yeah. Is typically, you know, the best player or one of the, you know, top, top players. Um, But it's also someone who has like a crossover commercial appeal, like not just like, Oh, you're a basketball superstar, but you're like a superstar, superstar, like rock star, like, you know, everyone cares about you, like you cross over to all different races, like things like that. And so um, I don't, you know, I wouldn't say that Giannis can't be that, but I think that like the public tells you who they love, right? Like, that's what I think. And so when you look at a player, like, if you, like, if you look at the people who were the past faces, or at least who I view, right? So you take Magic Johnson, and and you could argue it was Magic and Bird, right? Like that they were like co-faces, because that's kind of how I view Steph and 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 LeBron now. So, but you had like Magic and Bird, and particularly though Magic was like incredibly charismatic. You know, he had the smile, you know, it it wasn't just like, oh, he was flashing, he did these passes, but there was something about his persona and things like that. So people really gravitated towards him, right? And then you think of Michael Jordan, I mean, self-explanatory, right? And then you think of like a Kobe, you know, good looking, well-spoken, like, you know. uh, Or Shaq, who's like just a super fun guy off right. the court. You see him in movies, a lot of commercials, and he's always doing something goofy, making people laugh, so. Right, and then Bron, who's like a physical specimen, right, and just And like, then Bron got the whole uh, story, too. Like, Bron got the from nothing to something story. Right. Just raised by a single black mom in right. Cleveland, a hometown team drafts him, so. Right. And then you have Steph, who's like pretty and kids love him and his whole family Aisha and you know Riley 
it's um there's validity to what he's saying it's not like i mean because donna shows us his family so all the stuff about us like not knowing him like i don't think that that's true but just in general because there's been like a rush to be like who's the next face and i think it's interesting because i'm just like unless braun or steph are retiring like in the next year I don't think any of these guys are, at least right now, surpassing them in popularity. I mean, you could see it like just like in the all star votes, right? Like Katie, Braun, and Steph, it was their them, and then like everyone else, right? There was like a significant gap in between them. Now, usually after winning a championship, coming off of something like that, let's see what happens with Giannis, you know, next year. Because the public tells you, you know, who they want. Right, because you think of someone like most of the other guys, the NBA tried to push them. But if you think of someone like Steph, the NBA wasn't pushing Steph. He just kind of he took he it, took it right, and and kids loved him, and he was this phenom. And so, it, it, like the the consumer is always going to tell you like who they want. And I feel like they're, you know, they're trying to force Luca, you know, you know, it was Giannis before. And then like, they kind of went away from him because of the way the postseason went the last couple years. Then they tried to do Kawhi for a year. And then like, you know, it's Luca. And I'm just like, I don't think it's any of these guys. And it's, or it's not any of them yet. You know, it's not like, I, I don't think they are surpassing Braun or, 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 you know, step in popularity right now. I don't see it either. But the interesting thing about Giannis, potentially, is that he is kind of like a goofy guy and he has a lot of, like, international appeal, too. Right. No, he definitely does. So, like, financially, for the league, you could push Giannis, since that's a whole nother country of fans, and, like, continent of fans he appeals to. He's the first big, like, international guy, unless, like, not Count Luca yet, that you have in, like, forever, I guess. Seems like they want to push Since, the one who's from Europe a little bit more. It does seem that way. They're trying to <laughs> learn Luca like, super early. But Luca doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't have, like, a personality appeal to people, I don't think. Uh, this is what I keep saying, and, you know, because I don't, I'm not the... I don't really speak that great about Luca. People are just like, oh, you, you, you don't like him. I know some white guy was like in my mentions, like, you're racist. I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, like I'm like, Luca is not like, I mean, football's a little different, right? But like Tom Brady, right, has that kind of like look and appeal, right? And I it doesn't mean that Luca can't get that, because you know players if you look at like what Steph looked like when he was younger versus now he was like I mean Steph is still corny but he was like super goofy and you know like he looks way different so we don't know what the evolution of Luca will be but like right now in this moment in time he doesn't like present to me as like yeah this is like who you're gonna market yeah. and, like he's not like smooth or like um like another example of a guy who wasn't the face of the league, but forever he was like super popular, like Melo. Like you remember back when LeBron Melo now first got drafted, and Melo was just like the coolest looking guy. Like and he had the game to match, he had the personality. He's from Baltimore. 
he rocks um, cornrows in like early two thousand. AI was like and a yeah, like not exactly. in the like space, but yeah, like these guys just had the look that resonated and the personality that resonated with people. Yeah. And it's like when you look at the kids now that are coming in, it's like they have they're super talented, but their personalities are like really boring. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, um, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, I think people to keep an eye on, I mean, right, who's like the next crop? So there's Luca, Giannis, Tatum, I would say book in there and Zion, right? Like, I would say those are, I guess, you know, Atlanta fans might kill me. So let me throw Trey in there. Yeah, Trey. Um, and jaw maybe i don't know um i would really love to see De'Aaron fox on another team because that's a lot of flair right there so yeah we shall see that so well like you said brown and i may go on the way for another four five years so no <laughs> so, uh, so so we got some time Y'all can put this face, next face to bed <laughs> and every time i see it i just roll my eyes like oh okay. Steph Curry going somewhere? Because he, he's not. <laughs> They're saying today that if Giannis win, this is kind of the transition from the LeBron, Katie, Steph guys to the it's next not. generation. <laughs> it's, not. it's not. They told us the same thing about Kawhi. It's not. Kawhi was the most forced, like, I mean, I think this done. one, I think this one is forced, too. Like, people love storylines. Like, Giannis is dominating. He is dominating, and he has been great, and he has impressed me because I was saying all kinds of shit about him in the Brooklyn series because, like, you were taking the threes, you were playing stupid, and, like, I like I don't care what anyone says. They can get mad at this, but they did look scared. They were playing scared. And I tweeted that. I was like, you know what annoys me? It's like, yo, he plays mad, like, scared, and I don't like that. Like, even if you're going to lose, just fucking go out, like, not like you know giving a fuck and so it's, it's like he had to grow up in a sense he finally right. grew has grown up the last five six games or so that we've seen him he did and we've been watching it so it's been amazing to see that evolution and i'm really happy for him i am but like there's no part of me who thinks that he is better than the guys who've been the guys. I just, you know, I don't see it. And the Suns, yes, are a worthy opponent, but, like, it's the Suns. And, and there's nothing wrong with you saying that because the guys who are the guys are, like, fighting for top 5, 10, 15 ever slots and still have some le- some years left to go. So it's like... Right, you know, and I'm like, I don't think it's any disrespect to say he's the fourth best player in the NBA. And like, that's where I'd put him only because like Kawhi is going to be out, right? And so that's where I put Giannis. And like, Giannis could maybe, you know, to me, I still think Katie and Steph are one and two, whichever order you have them in. I'm not someone who still thinks Braun is the best, um, but he's still very elite. However, his age is starting to show. Anyone who suggests that it's not is just lying. And so I need to see right now I'm, I'm giving the deference to Braun because I think he deserves that respect. But I need to see what he looks like coming back next year before I'm going to say like Giannis 
you know, jumps in front of him too. But I mean, when I watched the Net series, there was no point in time that I thought, oh, Giannis was better than KD, right? Even though Giannis's team won, I did not think that. I mean, but for KD's foot on a freaking line, he wins that game for them, you know? So that's why you can't just always pay attention to outcome. And I know people will be like, oh yeah, but you're a Warriors fan. That's what you do. You ignore all the injuries and da 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 da. And um, look, I don't want to like relitigate everything with the Warriors, but like, there's so much things that people ignore about the Warriors, like the fact that they won 67 games that year and 73. Like, that's historically great. The number of teams to win that many games and then go on and win the championship favors them versus not, right? Same thing. NBA, usually the, the better team wins. So, like, I get that, yes, the series would have looked different if people weren't hurt and they played. But, like, no, I think they would have won. I really do. They were the better team. And, um, you know, like people who try to say, oh, that, you know, 2016 proved whatever, didn't prove anything to me. It proved that, like, you could win a seven-game series when you get Draymond Green suspended a game and Steph Curry's playing on one fucking knee. Like, that's what that proved to me. Um, so, you know, but, like, I don't think the Bucks this year, in past year, the Bucks were like sort of dominant, not sort of, they won, you know, a lot of games, but they weren't the most dominant team this year. They had their struggles. Um, they were still really good. And like near the end of the season, they kind of started to like put it together and they were like better, but like they were struggling a little bit, you know, this year. So they weren't as dominant, um, you know. And, and, and Giannis that, missed some games due to injury too, which kind of messed up a lot of their rhythm, so they, yeah. Right, and their dominance, like, look, people don't like to say, but their dominance was in the East, and we can't ignore that, you know? The dominance was in the East, and while the East is better, the the top half of the East is better, you know, um, it's still not the West, you know? And so, like, it's, I don't qualify championships, like, he gets the credit for winning, like, the way any other champion does, but I'm not because of this first win if it comes gonna say like he's the best player in the league now like that's that's not how I do it I'm not mad because like I said that's no not because the guys at the top are still like we saw him and KD match up for seven games and it's like it's no knock on Giannis but KD was crazy exactly and you know the thing about it is like um to me when you like so I, I like to put players in tiers right and so the whole like one, two, three, four doesn't like even matter that much to me because like to me, there was a tier of guys, right? So it was always like Bron, Katie, Steph and debatable, like probably that Kawhi is in that tier, right? So that's like how I looked at it. And then it was just like, you could be five, but like, I never thought like, for example, like there are times I had James Harden five, but I never had him in that same tier with those guys. So, like, I tweeted the other day that, like, Giannis is fourth, but the difference now is, like, I put him in the tier with those guys. And, you know, there were some people, like, killing me for that. But I'm just like, I don't think that's disrespect to Giannis to say you're fourth behind those three and that you are in the same tier as them. Because at that point, when you're, like, that kind of a player, 
it's the little things that separate like who's better, right? Because they're so close. So I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I do prefer the guy who can make the free throws. I, I prefer the guy who's maybe not a liability on some level at the end of the game or like not even a liability. I shouldn't say that, but the one who like, we got to make sure that he's not necessarily having the ball because he's going to get fouled and may not, you know, those things matter to me. Um, you know, and, and those are going to be like, kind of to me, the different, and some people might say, well, look, I'm going to put him over Steph because, you know, he's a better defender. Okay, fine. You can say that. I won't agree. But like, my point is that you're going to have like all of these different points. So I don't, I don't really see why people get so like, they feel so adamant that he wins this year. Now he has to be catapulted, you know, to number one. He's, I mean, he's just not the best. And so I'm not going to do that just because he won. And it's not taken away from his moment either because he's still getting his moment. He's, he's had a moment. He's been incredible. What you, right, he's what you could consider like a all-time finals, like he individually. Is. I mean, his numbers are insane. What is he like? He's like sixty-eight percent or something like that. He's like thirty-two. He's like what is he thirty-two, thirteen, and six? I think. Nuts. That's like Shaq and Tim Duncan type numbers. So yeah, he's um incredible. But you know. You know, he's a basketball player and not a hooper. He's not a hooper. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a hooper. You, know, you won't catch Giannis in, um, in the rec, um, doing the runs at UCLA like you would, Katie, you know. He won't be at the Rucker. No, he won't be at the Rucker. He's going to be in Greece somewhere, you know, giving <laughs> basketball. He's not a hooper, you know. He didn't pick up a ball till he was, like, what, 16, 15, so that's not a hooper, you know. Oh, you heard the reason why Clay ain't a hooper? Yeah, because your dad made him watch Fent. <laughs> oh, that was funny. But I hate that debate. I get what he was trying to say. But you can't. But you yeah, can't. But I'm just like, what was he trying to say? Like, everyone who says it in Paris, right. it sounds okay. bad. So, he, so, like, he's trying to, like, classify, like, playground style versus, like, organized professional. Yeah, I think but we you, all understand yeah, that. But you can't say Hall of Famers aren't hoopers. You sound nuts if you frame it that way. So that's Kevin why it's Looney's awesome. a hooper, but not fucking Tim Duncan. Exactly. Like, so what you are we can't saying? say that. That's never going to sit well with anybody. <laughs> it's like, you can explain it. You can make sense. But when you keep going back to such and such isn't a hooper. Like, they said LeBron isn't a hooper. And it's like, what? <laughs> that's nuts. You can't to say me, that. To me, it does sound like bag no bag i mean that's really what it, it that is what it sounds like and that's why i'm just like everyone trying these like explanations i'm like son this yeah. is the, this is the he has a bag he doesn't shit he like doesn't. that's all this is and or you find this guy entertaining to watch but this guy died that's all right. he had to say right. <laughs> that's all he had to say but he had to and then yeah which is why it's really person. funny to me that someone would say steph is a basketball player because he's like the best show on earth and 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 exactly and basketball so that's like insane to me <laughs> exactly then you got kendra perkins talking about john stockton couldn't go to the drew the julie <laughs> get a shot <laughs> kendrick perkins has me blocked so Yo, I'm, I'm happy I, to, I don't see yeah him. you're not you're not missing out carry on <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> Trip. But now, Bob, so one thing about this finals that's impressed you from either team. About this finals? Yeah. Most impressive thing for you from either team. Uh, 
Well, I mean, I think it's going to be like the Suns, honestly, and just like how well-rounded that team is. I mean, they can really throw a lot of different looks at you, you know? Um, And I think when Booker does take the next step, because he does, like he still has to raise his game to another level. But I think when he becomes that level of player, then you know, it doesn't matter. Cause I don't think they need Chris Paul. Like I don't think he needs to be there next year. Um, they need to pay the money to their young guys and he's going to want another payday. And I think we saw that campaign is, is pretty good. You know, he's serviceable <laughs> for a year or two. He's serviceable. And so, I mean, I don't know what other PGs may be out there. Cause I don't think they're trying to spend money like that. Like I think someone like a Cal Lowry would have worked there too, but he's probably going to be expensive um so but i my point is that when booker takes that next step um i think like if he was just like a little bit higher level of player like i think they still might be able to beat the bucks i mean these games are like close right they're not you know and it's because Giannis is the best player in the series so to me like i do think because i mean Giannis is what the best player but then I would then argue that the second, third, and fourth best players are probably on the Suns, right? Yeah, I mean, it depends that, yeah. on where you put Middleton, but, like, of the five best players in the series, the, the Suns have three, right? Absolutely. And, so, and I always said coming into this, I'm just like, look, the Bucks should win because they have Giannis, but their coach is an idiot, so I don't know. I mean, he's been better. So, I mean, I guess we got to give him credit. He definitely has been better. But, um, like, the the Suns are just a really well-rounded team. I mean, you got Johnson coming off the bench. I mean, they're just – they're deep. Like, to me, they are what people thought the the Golden State Warriors were when they kept saying, oh, they're so deep. They're so deep. You know, they let the strength in numbers bullshit, like, fool them. But, like, this team is actually truly deep, and I, I I, think that is impressive. And so, you know, we'll see what kind of team they're going to be next year because I've had this conversation before, and some people are like, oh, they're going to still be, like, a top-four team. I don't know about that. I mean, assuming the, the, the Lakers are healthy, assuming Golden State, well, we don't know what they're going to do, but let's just assume, you know, Golden State is somewhere in the mix. Um, I think a, a healthy Denver could possibly be a top four team. You know, the Clippers are the only one where it's going to be interesting because with Kawhi hurt, I don't know what they're going to do. But I mean, Paul George was playing a high level of basketball, you know, yeah. and I, I still think the Clippers, I, I don't think they can win it all, but I think they're going to still be in the mix. So it'll be interesting to see what the Suns look like next year, especially to see who stays and like, you know, who comes back. So I think, I don't think that they're going to fall off a cliff, but you know, it'll be interesting to see if they're, are they going to come back and dominate and be kind of like when the Warriors won their first ring and then people thought like that was a fluke. So like they weren't even favored after the first ring. The they really weren't. <laughs> and, 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 um, the healthy, yeah. and remember the thunder cause KD had missed the previous season. What is um? That's what his foot um had. Yes, right. So they weren't even favored, and then they came back and was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Steph was like, "Animus seventy three went right," and so 
I, I don't see that, but like people didn't see that for the Warriors and then it happened. So it'll be interesting to see how, like if, if, if the Suns don't win this year, what they come back to do. I definitely think this is the Suns. I think the Suns will have like a, a one-year peak. You know how some teams just everything aligns like the season. Right. And they might fall back off. And like, that's actually, that's not a knock. Because you just saw with the heat in the bubble last year. Fall out of the playoff picture, no. but I don't. I don't think that they're gonna have another chance to win it all, unless another circumstance like this plays out. Unless this plays out, unless Aiden makes a lead, maybe Mattel Bridges or somebody might become a twenty-point per game score out the blue. Right. Or maybe Chris Paul might take a uh, like a discounted deal to stay. Doubt it, but. I doubt it, but Aiden is going to get better, and so I think development is something to watch. Um, You know, but and I mean, but that that could be if if the Bucks don't make any changes to their roster, I you know, I think this is their one year P two. Yeah, like I mean, (laughs) you have the you have that beast of the Nets. You have the Celtics coming back, and I'm really interested to see like what Brad is going to do, right? Um, I don't know what the Sixers are going to do, um, but I, you know, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be easy for the, the, the Bucks to come back. Yeah, sure. Well, Giannis going to get better, but this might be the peak of Drew and Middleton. I didn't believe in Drew and Middleton like two weeks ago. So that's my most impressive thing is that is they're it? finally, it is to me anyway. Because like, like always like plays well at home, right? So yeah. I mean, this is like the last game he played well. Exactly. But like you said, they hadn't been playing smart ball at all. And they came and they started this series playing really foolish, especially defensively. But then game three when Bud finally made the switch to just tell Drew to go harass Chris Paul all game and that's right. gonna swoop. And they're taking a bet to um say, Hey, make um take Chris out the game and live or die by Devin Booker beat you all game. And, and it's been paying off. So, and right. it's on the yeah, they're one the way. So that's I think what I'm saying. I, that's, if he was just but if he was that's what I'm saying. Like if Booker was just like a little bit higher level of a player, like maybe a that, maybe that a better three point maybe a better three point shooter. So more he can efficient. take like get more fish yeah. from three, so some of his him and his um contested mid ranges become like right. to, like um deep threes that he might make or so. Yeah, because his first couple of games in this series, like, even though he scored a lot, they were somewhat inefficient, you know, yeah. um, the scoring. So when he gets more efficient, can get a little better with his three ball consistently, you know, if he get he, he gets a little bit more of, like, an off-ball game. Yeah. If he gets a point guard who can, you know, beat his man off the dribble next year. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Without a thousand and one screens. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the Suns have looked better when Chris Paul wasn't out there with them, you know? Yeah, because the Suns are like a downhill type team that need the pace to be in their favor. Right, and he's and they, and them it, down. Yeah, and it really hasn't been there with Drew on his hip, which is making Booker have to do a bunch of dribble moves and settle for these tough contested shots. Because if Chris Paul can't operate, then that's taking all the role players out the game, too. And right. it's not on Booker. It's not Booker's fault. He's doing an incredible job. Like all things considered, so it is what it is. Yeah, so. I love. I I really like Book, and I always have, and I'm I'm happy for him because the way people used to act like he wasn't like real and empty stats. So uh, it's like, 
just y'all crazy. So I'm I'm really happy for him, and I, I really wish I could root for him. And look, they could still win. I mean, we're all talking like it's ending tonight, but like the Bucks need to end it tonight. They do. They, they do. need to end it tonight. But game by the star Celestia too. So they end every show when I have a guest. I do a top five segment where I pick out a handful of questions and get your um, personal favorites on it. So you ready? Okay. All right. All right, so the generic basketball question, let me get your five favorite players ever. My five favorite ever? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Wow. Okay. Magic. Steph. Rondo. Hey. Game. <laughs> Two more. Who's not going to make the cut? Oh, this is tough. Um, two more. I don't know. I don't know if I can give you two more. Yeah, you better. You got to tough it out. Throw two names out there. <laughs> Kevin Garnett. Tim Duncan. Ooh, that's a nice five though. Alright, but uh, you a little iffy on the last one. Let it slide though. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, All right. that's hard, you know. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Paul uh, George that's... might be an honorable mention. I really do love Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next question. Let's talk about some music. Let me get your five favorite singers. Oh my gosh, we're going to music now. Okay. Sorry. Singers. Singers. Whitney. I don't know. Um, Mary. Mary. Um, can it be groups? Mm-hmm. Nice groups. Usher. Um, mm, I have my boy groups. Um, okay, let me get the boy groups. But I have my girl groups too. Oh. All right. Tell me um, one of each. Tell me one of the boy and the girl. And, okay, it's hard. I'm trying to decide between boys to men and Joe to see, like. All the dudes love Jodeci, but like Boys to Men had the love songs, you know. <laughs> um, oh, but I think I'm gonna go Boys to Men. Boys to Men, uh, and for the ladies, oh shit, this is hard. You want them girl groups? Who the ladies you rocking with? Oh man, come on, this is mad hard. When you wake up to clean the house Sunday morning, you throw your strong phone. Which one of them girl groups you rocking with? Let's go. Oh man, there's so many. I'm trying to decide between En Vogue and SWV. Let's let's go. SWV. SWV. That's tough. That's tough. All right, last top five. It's gonna be a hard one. Let me get your five favorite actors. There we go. 
Oh my goodness. I'm going to do something. I've been prepared for these questions. <laughs> nah, that's not fun though. Um, five favorite actors. Um, rest in peace to the god Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Um, Nia Long. Okay. Michael Ealy. <laughs> Michael Ealy. Oh goodness. Um, get a get a grip. <laughs> I will not get a grip. That man is. <laughs> um. Sumo. Let's just put Denzel in there. Denzel, the god. And um, hmm, maybe Angela. Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. Oh, I were were. Oh, I was there. We go. See, that one's so hard. It was very hard because I don't even know. Because I feel like if someone was to ask me this again, the answers might change. Like for, a lot of, like for a lot of these, like three of them are definitely it. You know, like yeah. I feel really strongly, like I feel really strongly about Magic, Steph, and Rondo. I feel really strong about Michael, Chadwick, and Nia. But then the others are like, eh, you know, but it's just like Denzel is so great. You got to respect, like, you know. Got to. Right, you know, but um, so that's what I mean. So, like, the, the whoever was four and five in most of those lists, <laughs> they on the they not they not um set in stone. Not KG is probably also set in stone. That was my guy. I know he's an <laughs> asshole, but like, I really, really, really loved KG. Had to, had to for sure. Well, I appreciate you taking it. I lost you. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so I appreciate you coming on and kicking it. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you having me. Hopefully, we can talk. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I got more Warriors questions to ask, especially going into um, the offseason. So we don't we get you back on. Yeah, like once they once we see some moves they're making, <laughs> yeah. maybe after they do their draft picks and you know there be more Warriors stuff to talk about. Yes, sir. Maybe yes, right, man. Too. But all right, now holla at you though. All right, take care. Later. Right, you too.